Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Rust Advocate Sipo Mantula uh, with us in just a second. He was here just a moment ago, um, obviously just uh, just to talk to him and find out the latest, of course, on, <clears throat> on the situation in Zimbabwe this morning. There he is. Rust Advocate Mantula, good morning. How do you read all of this? So we've got the SADC uh, findings, the preliminary findings in Zimbabwe that the election wasn't free and fair. We've got an official statement from our government congratulating the people of Zimbabwe. Don't say anything about the president. They congratulate the people of Zimbabwe uh, uh, on the elections. There's a tweet by our president, Ramaphosa, congratulating President Mangagwa. And so far, the ANC officially has said nothing. Even remember that uh, President Munangagwa yesterday raises the issue of the role and the mandate of uh, electoral observer missions uh, that were in Zimbabwe, saying that their role is not to interrogate institutions of a sovereign government, judiciary, the parliament, and governance. That the issue is that they should observe transparency, peacefulness, and fairness of the conduct of the elections. And as we have said earlier, the earlier messages that are coming, I think they are early, even because. They are very premature, probably diplomatic, because by nature is that you have to allow this seven-day window period, whereas um, uh, Chamisa is saying that if these uh, results were uh, blunted, were very unfair, they will be taking this matter to the courts. And you'll understand that there were monitors, local monitors, observers, who were also arrested on the day. And it is important for us to also understand that even Ziambi, Ziambi they are representative of the ruling party yesterday coming out very clear that uh, it, it appears that the SADC observer mission, Stephen, went beyond its mandate. But that will be proven, Stephen, once we have a, a final report of SADC, because a preliminary report just signals what were the challenges. But it is important for us to look at what will be the electoral dispute on this issue, because even the voter turnout was almost 59% compared to the one of last year. I mean, I mean compared to the 2018 the elections. So it is important for us to look at these elections as crucial, but also as an impact that even the United Nations have already raised their voice uh, around its uh, legitimacy, uh, around the issues of arrest of people, um, harassment. So those are the challenges even that I think Zimbabwe has to navigate and come out of this mess that has been created by this electoral irregularities and it's only the Zimbabwean Electoral Commission Stephen that also has the authority to deal with those irregularities once the matter has been brought to the electoral courts. Okay, and then in Gabon, the opposition there, they say that President Bongo must concede defeat. Stephen Albert Ondo Osa is the candidate of the opposition that he says that they have won this election and it appears that and they are also denouncing fraud by Bongo's camp saying that <clears throat> before the polls were closed, he was already asked to be declared the winner. So there are raising challenges also, this uh, opposition in Libraville. Con- considering yesterday, as you know, we were reporting on the internet uh, shut, shut down in that country, but also the Gabonese Electoral Center, I mean, Election Center, has to give us all those uh, reports about what really happened on Saturday, because there have to be election results, because that's a very fraction of the voters who were eligible to vote in Gabon. And that will also even take us back to what has happened in Gabon before, where you will now have to put the army into the streets, impose curfew as to as we are speaking. This is the second consecutive night of the curfew. So this shows that elections in most of the African countries 
are still under uh, stress and they are not being managed properly because it's this maximum use of force. And then in Kenya, they had a very long national power outage. What happened? Stephen, they say it's a mystery thing that happened in Nairobi where they want on a, a power uh, outage uh, from their grid that means that their largest wind farm uh, went off, that uh, they are not only relying on the grid. Now, here we are talking of uh, 50 million people in the capital city of Nairobi in Kenya. Uh, for 24 hours, there was a massive outage. Uh, and they, others are saying this is not fair for them because Kenya is an Eastern African economic hub. This is a challenge even in most of the African countries that the issue of the grid, the issue of the power, yes, we can rely on uh, renewables, but also the issues of using the natural resource, like whether the solar, the, the, the wind, because they are focusing on their plant that is called Lake Tukana Wind Power Plant. That's where they've been having challenges. So it appears the load shedding is not only in the southern Africa, we see it also spearheading in East Africa as well as West Africa. And then in Botswana, it's the World Health Organization. They've got a big regional committee meeting for Africa. What's on the agenda? Stephen, it has started yesterday. It will be ending on Friday. Actually, they're looking at the regional challenges of the African continent, uh, issues of promoting, advancing good health and well-being. Uh, Tedro Gebruyesus, uh, World Health Organization Director General, uh, it was in Botswana yesterday, uh, also engaging on issues of HIV, uh, looking at the programs also that connect the, uh, the work of what they call the 13th General Program of Work on the SDGs, the uh, issues also of how to deal with what they called uh, in their general work. They say promote, provide, protect, power, and perform for health. So issues of mental health also, Stephen, they will be part of it. Issues of tobacco use, uh, harmful alcohol use, uh, I think those are the issues that they'll be dealing with, Stephen, but I think they should be picking back also on the BRICS, what the BRICS are looking on indigenous medicine also in Africa and also in the globe. So this meeting is very important in Botswana and Mokhetima City. The president was also present in the opening of this regional meeting that is held in Khabarone. And Sipo, I have to say, I loved what you've picked for our archive this day, 29th of August, 1994. Stephen, it's almost 29 years when we originally, I mean, I mean, we had to join, uh, sign in the SADC treaty and agree to the aims of SADC. And those treaties, I mean, those aims, Stephen, it's all about development of common political values, relief of poverty, cooperation, peace and security in the African continent. Talking about SADC also, Stephen, is based in Gaborone, by the way. So we are a member state of SADC. We have been involved in many operations of SADC from Mozambique, including Eswatini, Zimbabwe. But as you say, Stephen, SADC is not a good way to use this money as they are under attack uh, in Zimbabwe about their observer mission that went just uh, this past uh, week from the 23rd, and I mean from the 22nd and the 23rd. Asante Sana SG is still leading the conversation on this women's month. Thank you very much indeed. Sipo Mantula, of course, back with us tomorrow. More news from our continent on SAFM throughout the day.